In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis on the Bitcoin price action. And breaking news just in, it's official. President Nigibo Kele is more popular than the Pope. And did you know that since 2013, Max Kaiser began begging the Pope to adopt Bitcoin at the Vatican? We'll also be discussing a very bullish on-chain metric, which shows Bitcoin set for much higher prices, according to crypto analysts, as well as the SEC chairman, Gary Gensler, Mr. No Clarity Gary, seeks fresh $109 million fund to regulate the crypto, while Wes will also be discussing U.S. presidential candidate Robert Kennedy uh, proposing to back the dollar with Bitcoin as well as ending taxes on Bitcoin transactions. We're also going to be discussing crypto trader says that $55,000 Bitcoin is on the horizon. I'll be sharing his timeline as well as AI. Artificial intelligence has the potential to send a Bitcoin price to over $750,000 per BTC, according to the BitMEX co-founder Arthur Hayes. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome to everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number, guess what? 1347. I'm your host, JV, and today is July 20th, 2023. And checking out the market watch, we were pumping this morning, but started to crack more recently. You can see Bitcoin down 1% currently, but still maintaining above $29,700. We have Ether also in the red, trading just under $1,900, with XRP amongst the biggest one dumping, but it was also the biggest gainer uh, as of yesterday. It hit like 84, 85 cents, which is like a new yearly high, but nonetheless, it's currently back under 80 cents and a lot of the altcoin market is also in the correction mode. We're also going to check out coin market cap here as you can see. The current crypto market cap is sitting at 1.2 trillion dollars with roughly 37.4 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the bitcoin dominance at 48.3% and the ether dominance at 18.9% and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. We have Chainlink whopping uh, run right now up 16% trading back above $8. I haven't seen a run on Chainlink like this in a very long time. We also have Synthetics up 5% trading at $2.90. And yes, this is a live show, fam. I see in the chat, is this live? This is live each and every day, seven days a week. That's right. Now, XDC Network is also up 5%, trading at roughly 3.8 cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, clearly Link leading the pack, 16%. And the biggest losers include EEGLD, down about 7%, as well as Solana, down over 5%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 56 in greed. Yesterday was a 50 neutral, last week a 57 in greed, and last month a 49 neutral. So there you have it. And welcome to y'all just joining us. How many of you recently took advantage of this dip? Uh, let me know. I'll let your boy. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud. But now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis check out the charts and what's popping with the king crypto here we go bitcoin failed to hold above thirty thousand after the july 20th wall street open with one analyst forecasting return to range lows here you're looking at the bitcoin one hour candle chart as the price sinks through thirty thousand and sitting at thirty thousand four hundred the simple moving average provided the day's high for bitcoin with the market then retracing its intraday progress entirely and reacting to market action crypto analyst Mikhail calvin they pop shared the 
the following. Not breaking the crucial area. Seems like we're going to have another sweep of the low for Bitcoin. And quoting another analyst, Dan Crypto Trades, he says that open interest is rising sharply near these levels. Likely more volatility ahead for Bitcoin. Stay safe. And as Michael Saylor says, volatility equals life force. And we know the force is strong with BTC. Now, Bitcoin has been finding support on the bottom of the range and the four-hour, 200-day moving average and exponential moving average. He continued in a further tweet about the four-hour, 200-period moving average and exponential moving average. Quoting him again, so far, the bounce has not been very convincing yet, and the lower time frames are extremely choppy. 30,500 and 29,500 remain my levels of interest for the short term. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. And quoting material indicators and other analysts, he says a hard rejection from technical resistance at the 21-day moving average and more ass stacking at 31,000 could indicate things are getting toppy for the moment. The bulls need to regroup here and gather the herd if they want a legit chance to stampede past those cell walls. So there you have it. I mean, we, it's a, it's inevitable, only a matter of time. We break past 32. There's nothing but thin air really on the order books between that and 40,000. Just wanted to point that out. Now, looking at the macroeconomic events on July 20th, focusing on strong tech earnings along with the slowdown of U.S. jobless claims, the impact of the U.S. dollar was pronounced with the U.S. dollar index gaining uh, ground near 101 for the first time in several days. Uh, so today, initial jobless claims was less than the previous and forecasted so that the trajectory expected for increasing layoffs, which is slower but good for the U.S. dollar. Now, let me know again how many of you are currently bullish on Bitcoin. Now, I I found this very interesting. Max tweeted, shout out to Max Kaiser. Uh, President Nigel Bokele is more popular than the Pope. He says, reminder, I tweeted to the Pope and he's quoting or talking about Pope Francis, by the way, several years ago to adopt Bitcoin at the Vatican and he never got back to me. Let me find those tweets. And lo and behold, he found those tweets. Check this out. This is back from 2013. He says, I was begging the Pope to adopt Bitcoin. The Pope tweeted the following, the cross is the price of true love. Lord, give us the strength to accept and carry our crosses. Max responds, uh, Pope, disagree. <laughs> I think Bitcoin is the price of true love. We need strength to buy and put into cold storage <laughs> our Bitcoin. So much respect uh, to Nigel Bokele and Max Kaiser and not a good look for the Pope. He could have got uh, took advantage of Bitcoin back in 2013. Obviously missed the boat, no pun intended. But anyways, fam, with that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss some on-chain analysis uh, and metrics showing Bitcoin set for much higher prices, which is always a fabulous thing to talk about. So yeah, let's dive into this right here. A popular analyst thinks that one particular on-chain metric bodes well for Bitcoin's future price action. We're talking about Invest Answers. He looks at an absorption chart from the crypto analytics firm Glassnode and defines the metric as a comparison between the yearly rate of exchanges balance change to the volume of Bitcoin mined over the same period. Here's what Glassnode had to share. This provides a relative measure of the amount of new issuance, which was theoretically absorbed by this cohort. Note that values over 100% are possible as coins can be transferred from other investor cohorts. Now, he also goes on to share, this is Invest Answers now, when the absorption rate is negative, like you see there on the right, this means Bitcoin is being withdrawn from the exchange's net drainage. A lot more is being pulled off than there is being deposited. Now, a negative absorption rate is usually seen as a bullish sign because it indicates less selling pressure, suggesting investors are holding on to their Bitcoin instead of selling it on the exchange. That's right. 
uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Take advantage of that and hold on to your sats. And in this case, this is so important that the current yearly Bitcoin absorption rate for exchanges is minus 100%, which is definitely a bullish indicator. And to watch this uh, a little deeper, this analysis from Invest Answers entitled, Are You Still Early in Bitcoin? This data is shocking. Check the show notes below the video in the description. And now let's discuss our next story of the day. And that's the latest with Gary Gensler wanting to regulate the so-called crypto wild west and uh, basically put in a proposal from the government to receive $109 million to do so. Not a good look. Likely, how do you think he would spend this money? obviously enforcing more unlawful actions from the SEC. So, but anyways, it's interesting to talk about this. And this is Gary right here. Mr. No Clarity Gary, the chairman of the SEC. Now, Gary, the controversial U.S. SEC commission chairman, recently sounded the alarm on the uncharted territory of the crypto market and a bold move to reign in the untamed nature of these digital finance landscapes. Gary addressed a panel of senators imploring them to allocate an extra $109 million for his agency's enforcement budget. This request, if Congress approves it, would elevate the SEC's enforcement budget to an impressive $1.4 billion, signaling a relentless commitment to curbing potential abuses and safeguarding the public from the complexities of the crypto realm, so they say. (laughs) His call for increased funding is not a mere bureaucratic gesture, but a plea for the necessary resources to bring order and clarity to the otherwise chaotic landscape. Law and order. Yeah, sure. On July 19th, before the Subcommittee on Financial Services and General Government U.S. Senate Appropriations Committee, Gensler, in a speech, emphasized the critical role of the SEC in safeguarding consumers and highlighted the dynamic evolution of the markets in recent years. Gensler wasted no time highlighting the pressing concerns surrounding the crypto market, describing it as the Wild West, characterized by rampant noncompliance and operating as a highly speculative asset class, and recognizing the need to adapt to the ever-changing landscape of tech and the presence of malicious actors such as Scam Bankman Freed he was doing business with behind closed doors, just saying. He urged the committee's support in providing the necessary tools to address these emerging challenges effectively and in pursuit of upholding market integrity and investor protection, so they say. Gensler made a compelling plea to ensure the SEC's adequate resources, acknowledging the growth and transformation of financial markets. He sought the committee's backing to bolster the agency's capacity to oversee the rapidly expanding crypto realm uh, effectively. Now, in your humble opinion, let's just stop right there. Do you feel if Gensler received $109 million that he would do the right thing to protect crypto investors? Or do you think he would continue to harm crypto investors? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments below at the end of the show. I'll read everyone's comments out loud, giving everyone the opportunity to have their opinions and thoughts and comments heard. But I just find this very fascinating. I don't trust Mr. No Clarity Gary as far as I can throw him. And yeah, they front the SEC. We're here to protect the investors, but obviously they're not here to protect the investors because look at all the unlawful action they have against uh, major exchanges uh, right now. Coinbase, uh, we got uh, Binance, especially Binance uh, US recently, you know, Gemini with the Gemini Earn program. Uh, Kraken had to pay a $30 million fine. The XRP lawsuit, which lasted three years, we just got some clarity that XRP got a victory in the sense that it wasn't sold on exchanges to investors as an unregistered security 
charity, as Mr. No Clarity Gary claimed. But at the end of the day, the damage has already been done. I don't trust this man. I hope Congress does not give him $109 million, and I hope they clean up their act. But what are your honest thoughts? Let me know in the comments. I love these comments coming. Gary should request the extra $109 million to be payable in Bitcoin, <laughs> says Glenn. Gensler would take the money, buy Bitcoin, and move to El Salvador. <laughs> Gary has a track record that isn't that great. Black eyes, Gary. Yeah, so you already know how we feel about Mr. No Clarity Gary. But anyways, fam, now for our next story of the day. Let's discuss the latest with uh, Kennedy Jr., who is running for president, and he is embracing Bitcoin, at least really strongly trying to get that Bitcoin vote because some of the things he's proposing are very interesting. beneficial uh, to Bitcoin hodlers. So yeah, let's break this down here. And shout out uh, to Robert Kennedy Jr. sharing his plans for Bitcoin if he is elected in the November 2024 election. Here we go. During a speech at the Heal to Divide event, the nephew of the former president, John F. Kennedy Jr., who was assassinated by a three-letter organization, just saying, his administration will exempt the conversion of Bitcoin to dollars from capital gains tax. That's right. He says there are downsides to this policy, but that the U.S. will reap benefits that can dwarf the disadvantages, quitting him here. The benefits include facilitating innovation and spurring investment, ensuring citizen privacy, incentivizing ventures to grow their business, and tech jobs in the United States rather than in Singapore, Switzerland, Germany, and Portugal. Kennedy says that removing taxes on Bitcoin will help protect civil liberties. I couldn't agree more there. There should be no taxes on Bitcoin. For real. Quitting him again. Non-taxable events are unreportable, and that means it will be more difficult for governments to weaponize currency against free speech, which, as many of you know, is one of my principal objectives. Now, the environmental lawyer says the idea is similar to the Clinton administration policy that exempted e-commerce from taxes, quitting him here. Silicon Valley is largely a result of that policy. It was very controversial in the beginning, but the outcome of that policy was really important. Exempting Bitcoin from exchange taxes is almost a perfect analogy for that. We ought to be doing that in the United States. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that. Now, Kennedy says he also wants the U.S. dollar to be back with Bitcoin, through which the King Crypto can help save the greenback, which he recently proposed, quoting him here. The Kennedy administration will begin to back the U.S. dollar with real finite assets such as gold, silver, platinum, and Bitcoin, which is the world's hardest liquid asset to strengthen the U.S. dollar and guarantee its continued success as a world reserve currency. This will include U.S. Treasury bills, notes, and bonds. So there you have it. Do you feel if he was elected president that he truly have the power to make that happen, backing the US dollar with Bitcoin? I think it's a great thought. I just don't see the powers that be allowing that to happen. But nonetheless, it's a very interesting proposal. I strongly agree that Bitcoin transactions should be non-taxable events. That's why I live in Puerto Rico, just FYI. If you don't know, now you know. But anyways, fam, let me know your honest thoughts and who you're going to be voting for if you're currently in the United States for uh, the president, which is around the corner next year, the same year as the Bitcoin having, believe it or not, only nine months out. Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And now let's break down our next story of the day. Crypto Trader says that a 55,000 Bitcoin is on the horizon and shares his timeline. That's right. We're talking about Rec Capital. He says the next Bitcoin having 
building is scheduled for April 2024. Facts. When miners' rewards are cut in half, quoting him here. Now we know that Bitcoin tends to enjoy lower prices prior to the halving. So if you look at this blue vertical being the pre-halving prices, then of course, even if this price is lower than these prices and these prices, even the old-time highs are lower pre-halving prices than post-halving. And you can see this across the time that we actually break beyond a major all-time resistance here in the immediate months after the halving. So the same will happen here post-halving. We are going to break the $55,000 region in the immediate months after the halving, as we have seen in the past. So pre-halving prices are always good to be lower than post-halving prices. And that's just been a cyclical thing, a cyclical reoccurring theme. And the Bitcoin price history, he makes a great point there. And he also goes on to share, even on Bitcoin's recent move up, the mini parabola continued to act as resistance. Bitcoin has since rejected and has even lost a multi-day higher low, which is the dotted blue line here in this chart. Now at green support, lose this green level and the orange could be next over time. And as you can see here, that orange line up on the top is 33,001. And on the bottom, that orange line is currently sitting at 29,200. So those are the levels to watch out for and to watch this full analysis from the analysts. Check the show notes below the video in the description and let me know if you agree or disagree. And again, shout out to everyone out here in the comments. Stizzle says every institution is corrupt. I ain't arguing with that. And Paul reminds us all to BTFD by that freaking dip. That's what's up, fam. Now for our breaking story of the day. Y'all ready? AI taking over the world, the fastest growing technology, even faster than Bitcoin. It went from zero to like 100 million users in a matter of months. And even Michael Saylor, very bullish in the future of AI. We know that it's already achieving remarkable things. And AI even now has the know-how to use Bitcoin as the native currency. And Arthur Hayes is saying, it's a no-brainer. AI, of course, has chosen a Bitcoin as the native currency, and this alone can drive the price towards a million dollars per coin and the exact prediction is 760000 But now let's uh, break this down, shall we? And shout out to the former BitMEX CEO, Arthur Hayes. So he recently wrote an essay titled Massa or Massa, M-A-S-S-A, and it concluded that the AI revolution would naturally gravitate towards the king crypto. That's right. Despite fiat currency regimes being destined to become even more dysfunctional in the future, facts, there is one burgoing economic sector that will only go from strength to strength, and that is artificial intelligence, better known as AI. And while this nascent uh, sector in 2023, the coming decades will see an explosion of AI-related implementations that will make it ubiquitous and unavoidable, quoting him here. Recent advancements in computing power have brought us to the cusp of the hockey stick moment. That's when we go parabolic, in which AI will go viral and change the course of humanity virtually overnight. And he went on to share, in only two months, ChatGPT reached 100 million active users, making it the fastest adopted technology in human history. That's a fact. So just imagine how quickly everything is going to change as AIs are integrated into everyday life and continue to learn and improve. That's right. And when it comes to integration, the financial solution on the table, first and foremost, he says, will not be the tailor-made AI-focused altcoin. It will be Bitcoin instead. I agree there. Why would they be messing around with alts? The reason, an accompanying theory states, is that AI will view Bitcoin's inherent qualities, including an immutable fixed supply, digital scarcity, and its status as energy money as the logical choice. Quitting him here, an AI is unlikely to allow itself to rely on anything that a human government operates. Therefore, only gold and Bitcoin are suitable. A tie between gold and Bitcoin, Hayes continued. Bitcoin is thus the logical currency choice for any AI. It is 
purely digital, censorship resistant, provably scarce, and its intrinsic value is completely electricity cost dependent. There is nothing in existence today that comes even close to challenging Bitcoin on these aspects. I agree with them 100%. Let me know your thoughts. And now let's discuss the path towards a million dollar Bitcoin price action from around 30,000 today. The real effect of AI should kick in in around three years time. After that, Hayes said it could be around another decade before the network value boost from AI alone sends Bitcoin to nearly a million dollars. Quitting him here. I believe the peak of the range growth investing will occur in the 2025 to 2026 timeframe. Therefore, the goal of my predictions regarding the future price of Bitcoin is to form a narrative that takes hold before then. And depending upon the scale of that investing, the Bitcoin price action could see up to $760,000 per coin. Send it. Let's freaking go. And he continues. Remember, the market will overpay for Bitcoin network growth in it believes there is a possibility that my assumptions could be true in the future. And he concludes, the most money is made when the market price adjusts from can never happen to maybe it could happen. That's right. So there you freaking have it. Hayes is well known for his bullish long-term perspective on Bitcoin, recently championing a million-dollar price tag as the function of fiat currency disintegration. So there you have it. First and foremost, let me know if you agree or disagree with Arthur Hayes regarding uh, Bitcoin becoming the native currency of choice for AI and AI boosting the Bitcoin price action towards that $1 million mark. That doesn't even consider the Bitcoin ETFs on the table from BlackRock. That alone can send the Bitcoin price uh, to seven figures. So things couldn't be more bullish for the king crypto in my humble uh, perspective. But let me know your two Satoshis. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.